do I? Uh, no, we haven't. I don't think we've established any sort of uh, set in stone intro. That's fine. We don't need one. Hey, Brandon, how are you? I'm doing great, Nikki. How about yourself? Oh, I'm doing pretty, pretty good. Pretty good. Nice, nice. Um, well, we're, welcome back to Hathaway There, your one-stop shop for uh, deep dives in all of Anne Hathaway's works. Yes, that was a beautiful introduction to our show. Thank you, thank you. you well, I am sorry. You said we don't need an introduction, and then I... Well, no, I mean, people should still know what they're getting into, but... <laughs> That's fair. You know, just not an official, like... I don't know. I'm thinking of like early YouTubers. Like they all had like an intro. Like right. Even though they weren't really introducing anything, they were just like, "Hey, what's up, you guys?" You know, whatever. <laughs> they had something. Yeah. Oh man. So Brandon. Yes. Today we're discussing Serenity. Yes. No, 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 no. Actually, you're incorrect. We're going to attempt to discuss Serenity. <laughs> we are going to try to discuss. Dis- I'm disgusted um, trying to discuss serenity. Yes. Oh um, boy. So uh, we picked this movie because it has gotten bad reviews. Mm-hmm. And we were going to watch it in defense of Anne Hathaway. Not just appreciating her, but defending her for this movie. <laughs> yeah, because that was the thing, was it was like uh, the people that need to hire new agents because of this movie. Makane, wow. Makane, that was really tough. Makane, hey, and Hathaway. My brain just doesn't, wow, those two. Anyway, um, <laughs> they needed to hire new agents because of this movie is what, what the Razzies said. Yeah, so <clears throat> I don't know where to begin with this movie. Um, I guess I'll just start with this is the first movie where, like, Anne Hathaway really isn't, like, a main character. Mm-hmm. Like, she's definitely, like, the main, like, female role, but it's really not centered around her. Mm-hmm. When she does come into the movie, you're like, oh, okay, she's, like, the second lead. But she's really not. She's, like, the third lead, because I would say it's the dad and the kid are the leads of the movie. Oh, yeah. Yeah, she's a... This is kind of a father-son movie, and she's the mom. I think that's the just... Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so so we'll start there. So we're going to talk a lot about, actually, Matthew McConaughey. <laughs> yeah, well, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll center in on the Hathaway parts of Matthew's time. Do you, do you have any, like, inkling of how you want to start discussing this movie? Because I, don't, I just don't know where to start. So, I mean, at its core, Matthew McConaughey uh, plays a fisherman uh, on Plymouth Island, and, uh, I mean, you do mean, like, the plot of it, right? Yeah. Okay, yeah, he plays... I, like, I don't know how to make, like, do a synopsis of this. He's a fisherman on an island, um, and we're going to spoil this movie, by the way. Very spoilable, if you, if you haven't seen it. Yes. It, this it, is one of those movies with, like, a big twist. Um, yeah. And we really can't talk about it without revealing the big twist. So if you haven't watched it yet, pause this. Go watch it and then come back. Yeah. So Matthew McConaughey is a fisherman on Plymouth Island. Um, and 
that's where he does his fishing, always. That's because it turns out that he's not actually a fisherman. He is a video game character. It doesn't explicitly say video game character, but that's what it... it I mean, it's a video game, right? Yeah, it's okay. a video game. He's a video game character in his son's world. So his son has yeah. created a video game, and Matthew McConaughey is just code. Yeah. Uh, so essentially, like, what the big twist is, is, like, Matthew McConaughey doesn't know what he's doing or why he's doing it. Um, a man comes to him and says, I'm the rules. <laughs> and kind of is like, hey, this world is fake. You're not real. None of this is real. This is all a video game. Um, you, and you got to follow the rules. If you don't, that means the rules have changed. And uh, I don't know. It's, it's very weird. Um, and essentially what it boils down to is this child, his father died in Iraq. And so he created this video game that uh, I, my theory is that it made him feel connected to his dad. And this kid's like a genius kid. So I feel like there's a component of like AI a little bit with the dad. And he's just mm -hmm. kind of like tried to recreate his father in a video game with the same like memories and conscience and personality. Right. So he could see like how his dad would be if his dad was still alive. Right. And that's where it's like questioning for me if it's actually a video game or not. Cause it, I'm like almost more like, is he just creating code? But no, he was playing video game. I, I, I don't know. Cause I, I think you're absolutely right. I wanted, he was like a, he wanted a way to see what his dad would do in certain situations. But I don't know. It just, that, 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 that I mean, his kid was like making him do those things at certain times. I guess there's right. not really a difference. Which, see, the reason why I hope that there was some kind of, like, autonomy with his character was because Matthew McConaughey fucked a lot of people in this That's movie. That's true. That's also very true. Including <laughs> the character that would represent the kid's mom. So, yeah, Anne Hathaway. Who was played by our dear beloved Anne Hathaway. Yes. Um, so the big part where Anne Hathaway comes in... Uh, she comes in, kind of disrupts his daily life, and we find out that she is the mother of his child, and she said, hey, I married this guy, and he's abusive, and he's going to kill me, he's going to kill our son, I'll give you $10 million if you take him out on your boat and drown him, basically, or like kill him, dump him in the water. And, and Matt... That's oh. when everything starts changing. Right. And... Um... Basically, McConaughey has to kind of decide if he's going to go along with the game or go along with the person creating the game. Yeah, because all the, we'll call them NPCs, are like, your job is to catch the fish. Those are the rules. You catch the fish. You can't kill a man. It's against the rules. Why are the rules changing? Um... And we kind of, like, flash back and forth between this video game world and the real world, where the kid, truly, his mother is being beaten by his stepfather consistently. Um, and so my theory that we were discussing before we got started recording, and we're like, hey, let's save that for the podcast. Yeah. Um, is that the reason the kid put his mother and his stepfather into the game was because he wanted to see the decisions his dad would make 
and that mm. was going to help him make his own decisions. So he presented the fa- his father with this opportunity to kill his stepfather, and Matthew McConaughey did end up killing the stepfather, so then the kid in turn killed his stepfather in real life. Yeah, I mean that's that's that 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 really is the the big picture of it. I feel like you know that's it because the only thing of that that I'm like like may or may feel differently would be the um, whether the kid was playing Matthew McConaughey. Did he make like because I like, mean well, yeah, was he making those choices? Yeah, and playing along with his dad in that sense. But I, I think yours more tracks in that it's, he wanted to see how his dad would respond to this. And the game was trying to say, Hey, don't, don't kill your dad <laughs> or the program. Yeah. Okay. Right. Because that's not what the game was created for. It was a peaceful. And like one of the characters said, like no one dies on Plymouth Island. Like you can't right. do that, which would make sense, especially if he, the, the child, I Patrick, his name is Patrick. Um, if Patrick's, you know, dad died in a war, then I think it would make sense that he would create a world where no one can die. Ah, that's um, a really good point. Yeah, but then suddenly there's this obstacle that he doesn't know how to get past without killing. So mm-hmm. his attitude kind of changes, but all the infrastructure of the code is already there that says don't kill, don't kill, don't kill. Mm-hmm. No one dies. Ah, that's a really good point. No, yeah, that's kind of, that's perfect, yeah. That's, yep, nailed it. <laughs> <laughs> I want to say, like, hats Anyways. off to you or something. Like, like, like that was... That, I'm going to was... start my new career as a film <laughs> critic and uh, going to well, decipher did... all these artsy films. Exactly. So speaking of that, I mean, what did, did you like this movie? I was very uncomfortable for a lot of scenes in this movie. Um, just because they were, I guess, just because a lot of the interactions weren't natural. Mm-hmm. Um, but that also kind of, like, knowing what we know now, it kind of makes sense for, like, a kid, like, he's, like, 13, to, like, not really know how these interactions would go. Yeah. Um, as far as, like, the NPCs interacting with Matthew McConaughey. Because, like, I would imagine, like, it would take a lot of code to have like a bunch of like AI interacting with each other so I feel like Matthew McConaughey's character was the only like one that kind of moved on its own and all the other ones were kind of pre-programmed by Patrick to say certain things right so that might be why some of the things were so awkward <laughs> no I agree and I think that's probably like this this movie was like super this sounds like a compliment. I don't mean this. It was very ambitious. And I just mean that genuinely that it was like trying to do a lot. And I think it like built up that mystery well, and then like had the reveal and played in that space. Okay. But the landing was just really like felt very heavy handed. Cause it ended with all those, like the just like big emotional payoffs of like the son and the dad actually getting to talk to each other. And it was like, well, how would that actually like, that doesn't really track. And, but everything beforehand, I really liked. 
Yeah, so after um, Patrick kills his dad in real life, he's arrested for second-degree murder, or, like, attempted second-degree murder. Um, <clears throat> but Anne Hathaway comes to his defense, and it's like, you know, he was in self-defense. His stepfather was trying to kill us or kill me or whatever. Um, and they're like, oh, the kid's not going to talk to anybody. But there is, like, news, press, conflict, uh, interview, I don't know, whatever. Um mm. That basically wrapped up all the loose ends. <laughs> it was like, oh, his dad died in a war, you know, a long time ago. And then his mom married a construction worker. And that construction worker was abusive and blah, blah, blah. And his math teacher says that he's really good. And he's been obsessed in this video game world that he created all on his own. And, like, they really put a bow on it for you yeah. in there. I felt like that was probably... The... Oh, go ahead. I'm sorry. Nope, you go ahead. I was going to say, that probably was a, more of a choice of, like the producers of this movie like the people putting money behind it they were like it's got to have some closure because like this that felt way too bow endish at the end yeah um so then like the news reporters are like oh they say patrick hasn't spoken to anyone about the incident since it happened uh and so it kind of goes back to the video game world and matthew mcconaughey is bidding Anne hathaway a farewell and she kind of just disappears. Um, and he goes to a payphone. And I can't remember if, like, the phone was ringing or if he dialed the number. But Patrick starts talking to his dad in the game. And he's like, hey, you know, I did a, I did a bad thing. And his dad's like, well, you know, sometimes we do bad things for good reasons. It's okay. And Patrick tells his dad, I'm going to change the game. I'm going to change it so that we can see each other and we can go somewhere. And then we actually see the world like rearranging around Matthew Matthew McConaughey. His name was like John. Um, Yeah. (laughs) Just John. Yeah. John. And the world just rearranges around him. And then Patrick is in the game and we don't really get an explanation on that, but they do reunite and then it's credits. So I feel like it's either that it's, in Patrick's imagination, or he goes on to create another game, but it's just more wholesome again in him and his dad. Yeah. But And maybe puts a copy of himself in the game so that they can, you know, I don't know. Yeah. So that at least this character of his dad that he's created can have some closure. Something. One of those. It's one of those. Like, it's just a... Mostly summed up. A little bit ambiguous. Yeah. Let's talk more specifically about Anne Hathaway. Since yes. this is the Hathaway There podcast, it was just <laughs> kind of difficult to talk about her without talking about the whole movie. Mm-hmm. Um, so she is the mother of John's child, essentially. Um, we, fi- you know, we find out in real life that he died in the war, but in the video game... Um, when he went away to war, he came back and she was with this other man. Mm-hmm. And they had Patrick, like, very young, I guess, was part of it. Like, they met in high school. And so she comes to John offering him lots of money to kill her husband. And she's very, I don't know, I don't know how to describe her. It's very interesting. She's very matter of fact and like, um, 
I don't know. She actually kind of reminded me of her character from The Hustle. Like, um, very just, dry. Yeah, very dry. But at the same time, like, she had these weird, like, slips of emotion. Because mm-hmm. she was like, I just need you to kill my husband. You know, do it for your son. You know, he wants you to do it. And then she would be like, you know, I still love you. And they end up having sex, and it's very awkward. This is incredibly uh, awkward. It's incredibly awkward. I don't, I don't know, it's hard to describe her character because like now like now that I know that her like this was a copy of her that her son created. Right. It was like her son's impression of her. I don't know, like I guess she went back and forth between like kind of being this cold person but then also still being in love with, you know, her dead husband and you know, which might be true. I, I don't know. <laughs> I do, I I don't know fully, but I I do know that she said "daddy" a lot in this movie. Way too many times. <laughs> um, her <laughs> her new hus- her abusive husband was in the game as well. Um, something I did find interesting was in the game he was like this really rich guy and he had a lot of money and he did a lot of bad things. Um, he beat. Anne Hathaway, obviously. Uh, but in the like the reveal, they say he's just a construction worker. Um, so I don't know what that's about, but... Well, I feel like... Uh, she called him daddy a lot, and it was uncomfortable. He was like the, the caricature of how um, kids see evil step-parents. Does that make sense? Like... Yeah, I guess so. Like, yeah. Like, He's always so like wearing like stupid clothes and like he's like always wearing like all white. Yeah. Like very um, like country club. But back but to he th- was. Oh, go ahead. Uh, I was just like, but he was just gross. Like there was there was a bit where he's like, oh, I heard that there's like. Uh, the quote is like, oh, okay. oh, I heard there's like little girls on this street that'll take it up the ass for $10. What do you know about that? And then he, like, later says, like, I'm going to get me some of that $10 ass. Yeah. Like, comically evil, almost. <laughs> like, what's the worst yeah. thing somebody could say on a boat? <laughs> or just in general, I guess not specifically. Yeah, it was just, like, it was one of those characters that you're like, wait, why would anyone ever like, marry this guy, or, like, think Mm -hmm. it was gonna be okay, because something she did say was, like, oh, you're right, like, he got worse, he got meaner, he got more physical, but it's, he was just so far gone that it was just, like, there's no way he was ever, like, a decent person. Right. It's, like, one of those people that you're, like, I can't imagine you being a child, like, Mm -hmm. you just came into the world as this angry man. (laughs) Right. Yeah, no. Um, but yeah, she said daddy a lot. Um, and it was <laughs> she said like, daddy, she was blonde too. Yep. Mm-hmm. And it was something that like at first it was like, it's like, whatever she said, daddy. But then by like the 10th or 12th time, it was like, oh, but she's just like, <laughs> so many times. Uh, I just remember looking at you but, one point and being like, oh, <laughs> yeah, it was like, usually I don't. 
Like, that doesn't really phase me too much when people use that, but this one was, like, grossing me out. Like, I audibly gagged at one point because she just kept saying it. But in defense of her using it, um, something happened. One of the NPCs was like, no, we're not going to kill this guy, and had his hand broken so he couldn't go out with John on the fishing boat. Mm -hmm. Um, And so she was trying to convince him to still go fishing, and that's when she started calling him daddy, like, a lot. Yeah. Um, so I think... And there there was a part when they were on the boat where he's like, yeah, she likes to call me daddy, blah, blah, blah. So I think it was more of he kind of made her do that, and so she knew when to use it to kind of manipulate him oh, yeah. and inflate his ego and stuff. No, absolutely. I just mean for, like, my personal, personal well-being. I, that made sense oh, yeah. in the movie. Made sense. Just, uh, yeah. Still uncomfortable. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I will say fashion, Anne Hathaway on this one, uh, pretty much wore the same thing the whole time, right? Like, no, she had a couple of outfits. She had a couple outfits. They were just all very similar. Yeah. Again, very country club. Mm -hmm. Just like a lot of whites, a lot of dresses and big sun hats. Um, she did have the... I want to say, like, stereotypical, like, woman, in, like, upper-class woman in a movie, the, like, silk long nightgown mm-hmm. um, that, like, no one actually wears. Like, no one wears that for real, but it's, like, every movie of, like, an upper-class white lady, that's what she sleeps in. Yes, exactly. <laughs> like, no one fucking sleeps in that. Everyone sleeps <laughs> in pajama pants, because <laughs> why would you wear that when you could wear comfy pajama pants? Uh well, yeah, no, it was very, and again, in defense of the movie, I would say it was intentional because it's the super contrasty way that, like, sometimes video games especially will display, like, oh, look how different this is from this one, so you understand the situation, like, it's Yes, because I did point out early in the movie, because things started off, like, you were like, wait, what's happening? Like, you felt like you should know something that you didn't know. Mm-hmm. Um, it just kind of starts in the middle of something. And I said that John looked really dirty. <laughs> <laughs> Which, he is a fisherman, so he's like, you know, he's got that, like, oh, I'm out in the sun all day and I don't wear sunblock and I don't moisturize kind of look on his skin. And then his hair is always wet because he's either, like, having a nightmare and sweating or he's wet from the waves or he jumped into the ocean naked, you know, whatever. So I was like, why does he always look dirty? And then you have this couple that's dressed in all white all the time, very well tailored. And so the contrast, yes, definitely makes it. You, you've made a good point, Brandon, is what I'm trying to say. <laughs> oh, man. I, I don't think, like, I think I'll probably forget about this movie. I mean, just being honest, at some point, like, it's it good, but I'll be like, oh, yeah, that was weird. <laughs> oh, what were you going to say? So I feel like this is one of the movies that's going to, like, randomly pop up in my head, and I'm yes. just gonna be like, why? Get out of like, here. Oh, uh, yeah, I forgot about that. Like, yeah, you're like, why Why are you here? Um, it's going to be a movie that I start to forget about, and then I'm going to go back and watch it, because I'm going to be like, wait, what was it with this movie? Mm-hmm. And I'm going to watch <laughs> it, and then I'm going to go through the, like, every few years, oh, yeah. I'm going to have to watch it again, because my brain's going to be like hey, we have bits and pieces of this weird thing that happened. Can you fill in these gaps? I'm like, oh, God, I guess. 
Uh, no, exactly. I feel like I'll forget about it, but I don't think that this was like hire a new manager bad. Like, I don't really think it was bad at all. I think it was, like you said, it was ambitious and it was really one of those like artsy movies where if you're not paying attention, you can get lost really easily. If you don't think about it too much, um, then you're like, what the hell was even that? But, like, us having this discussion, like, helped me understand it a lot more, like, as we were talking. Like, I had my theory of, you know, the kid made this to see, like, what his dad would do. But it wasn't until we started talking about it that I had the, like, oh, well, like, if all these characters are programmed by a 13-year-old, of course they would act this way or that way or whatever. So, you gotta, you know, you just gotta give it more thought sometimes. (laughs) I don't know. Well, Think I could also critically. I also could see how like um, the I'm just I just got my mind blown. I just realized the guy who directed this. I scrolled down and he directed four episodes of Who Wants to Be a Millionaire. What a career! Um, <laughs> <it's just> weird. <laughs> that guy was like, that was a fun game show I did. Now I want to do this. Um, <laughs> I could see though because I remember this being advertised. It felt like a at the sea drama like which it was but Mm. if you wanted that and you got this weird like faux reality like video game coding movie i could see like being a little bit like ah fucking what like you know if you if you didn't know what you were getting or felt duped Yeah, I definitely went into it absolutely thinking it was a different movie because there is another movie by the same name that's about space, and so I thought this one was about space, and I was like, why is he catching fish? When are we going to space? Oh, is Anne Hathaway here to tell him that he needs to go to the moon? (laughs) We must go to space, John. And there it is, finally. That fish you've been trying to catch... It's on the moon now. <laughs> uh, but, so yeah, uh, it, it's don't have expectations for this movie. Think about it for more than two seconds after you watch it, and I don't think it's really that bad. Yeah. In a oh, you need a new agent type of way. <laughs> Absolutely not. I feel like everybody. It feels like. Nope. You go ahead. I feel like everybody. They acted, like, they did what they were supposed to do. Like, they, they were the kind of characters they were supposed to be. I don't know. If so, if it was, like... Yeah. Yeah. I get similar vibes. Um, You've seen The Nines, right? Yes. I kind of get, like, that vibe to it. Like, that, like, indie movie, like, what the hell's going on? And it, like, just doesn't get enough appreciation for what it is. I, yeah. I feel like a lot of people haven't seen The Nines, even though it has Ryan Reynolds in it. And that's a... in Wilson McCarthy. And it's a really good movie. Mm-hmm. No, it, and it I, is. And I feel like Serenity kind of falls in that same category as it's... It's good for, like, the right group of people that are actually going to, like, appreciate it for what it is. Mm-hmm. I agree. I, I... It... It very much reminds me of The Nines. I'm glad you said that, because, yeah, it's very much the same kind of feel to it oh wow the guy who directed the nines went on to do the screenplay for uh 2019's aladdin weird 
Well, good for him. Oh, good for him. Good for him. Um, good for him. Good for him. <laughs> yeah, tell us more about the people who made this movie. Um, yeah, Stephen Knight directed it uh, and wrote it. Oh, the guy who directed those couple episodes of Who Wants to Be a Millionaire? Yes. <laughs> nice. Those are your favorite episodes. I know you talk about them all the time. Yeah, the Stephen Knight episodes are by far the best episodes of Who Wants to Be a Millionaire. Do you ever, I sometimes realize how little I know about, like, certain industries, such as Hollywood, I suppose, um, the whole TV <laughs> film video. So he directed four episodes of Who Wants to Be a Millionaire, and I just blew that off thinking, like, they're probably, like, you know, just four consecutive episodes, like, hey, come on. No, 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 he directed two episodes in 1998, one episode in 2006, and one episode in 2010. What is it like to direct Who Wants to Be a Millionaire? Like... Yeah. And so sporadically at that. <laughs> like, what's it... Because they all looked the same. Every episode yeah. looked identical. <laughs> so they were Interesting. Like, they might need to explore the world of game shows. <laughs> uh, sorry. That just was weird. Anyway, that... <laughs> Cracked me up. Anyway, so Stephen Knight wrote this as well? Yes, he did write it. Okay. Wrote it. I don't really know much of his other stuff, looking back through. But, yeah. Uh, it's 2019. It's a newer one. That's all I have as far as the people who made the movie, I guess. Thanks, Brandon. It's been real insightful. <laughs> You're welcome. I, I repeated the same thing like two times. And yeah, you know, that's what I do. It worked out well. I don't know. I just, I thought maybe there was some cool trivia there. But you know, sometimes you look for the trivia and it's not there. Mm, yeah. 10 out of 10. 10 well out of 10. Thank you. Thank you. Um, so I guess we'll go on to my segment. Yes, I think it is called, time. It's called Picnic. Picnic, it's time. Um, it's time. Pull out that gingham blanket, grab the wicker <laughs> basket, put in your favorite snacks, <laughs> and join me at the picnic. Uh, that invitation is solely for Anne Hathaway. All of you all <laughs> other people go somewhere else. <laughs> So was... in this in this segment, I tell you why I'm a better love interest for Anne Hathaway than the ones presented to her in the movie. Um, I feel like this one's pretty easy. I got this one in the bag. Yeah. Um, so reasons why I'm better than I don't even know if they said his name, um, Patrick's stepfather. Um, I won't beat her <laughs> or threaten to kill her. You or definitely. Her child. You definitely got to be, uh, don't beat anybody, but you, you need to, I think you need to face off against Matthew McConaughey. Like, stepdad's okay. no problem. I, I was going to get there, though. I know, I know, okay. I know. I'm, I was just saying, like, let's just get that out of the way, because it's easy. <laughs> I know, I know. So go on. Let's... Yeah, not, not going to do that. Um, so moving on to uh, John, um, I will... <laughs> Oh no. <laughs> You're gonna say not go off to war? 
felt he was going off to die for Anne Hathaway so would you go off and fight and die for Anne Hathaway I would absolutely so you kind of just contradicted yourself a little bit there okay hold on let me you interrupted (laughs) me I'm so sorry like I would absolutely go and like fight for her and die for her if it was like if I didn't she was gonna die situation Mm -hmm. like I would Mm -hmm. you know give up my life for her to continue to live hers i don't think that was the situation Mm -hmm. um so i i wouldn't take that risk unless it was absolutely necessary i understand no that makes sense and i I also know how to use um birth control and condoms (laughs) at a young age uh fair fair uh, so sorry, I didn't mean to Fox News you earlier, by the way, um, to stop you mid-sentence and make it sound like you said something else. <laughs> oh, no, you're, no you're, you're fine. Okay. That's doing it for the bit. I would never, I would never, Nikki, I, I would never interrupt you. I would never <laughs> fight in a war. Um, <laughs> I'm going to war, mother. Um. <laughs> it's a wartime army. <laughs> Uh, no, I think I think this one you got it in the bag. I don't think I think Anne Hathaway would would be foolish to to look to the smelly Matthew McConaughey. I <laughs> he know was, he probably smells like fish too all the time. Also, can we can we discuss the fact that Anne? Not sorry, I was used to talking about it, Anne Hathaway. <laughs> Uh, Matthew McConaughey got naked in a lot of this movie. He did. And not once did we see the goods. We saw his butt. I was going to say his butt was pretty good. (laughs) I mean, I know, I'm talking about the, like, the goods, goods. His his wiener? Are you talking about his wiener? I'm talking about his wiener. Okay, okay, good. And and his little dangly bits. (laughs) Good. Okay, okay. Please proceed. We did not see them. Yeah, no. okay. Yeah, we did not see them. We saw kind of a rough, like, bulge outline from far away. Mm-hmm. Um, but I really don't think that's what that would look like underwater. I think Agreed. you'd see more of it. He was definitely wearing, like, the nude sock or whatever. Absolutely. Um, and I just want to say that that's a real cock tease, you know? It is. Very it literal. Teasing, teasing the cock, and we didn't get any. Zero. Zero. Not saying I wanted to, but if you're going to keep teasing me like that, like, you're going to trick me into, like, wanting it. Like, okay, we'll just do it. It is. It's absolutely true. Like, because I'm right there with you. Like, it's not, it's nothing, it's nothing weird. It's just the fact of, like, come on. Like, just <laughs> just, just come, do, it. do it. You were right there. Yeah. We're all bros here. Like, I'm offended that you don't think you can, like, come on. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's only weird because you're making it weird, Matthew. Exactly. Just show us your cock, okay? Look, Maddie, I've known you for years. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay. All right, all right, all right. Show me your cock. <laughs> <laughs> that's what you say. You like that, right? Yeah, that's fine. It's no big deal. Yeah, right? That's the magic word, right? Ah. <laughs> uh, you know what's so funny? Now that we're. Hey, can we talk about Matthew McConaughey's penis for a little bit longer? <laughs> Yeah, no, absolutely. What, what's going on? There's a uh, Gabriel Iglesias 
uh, did um, uh, what's the dancing movie with uh, Matthew McConaughey and Channing Tatum? Oh, uh, Magic Mike? Yes, Magic Mike. Wow, I could not for the life of me. Gabriel Iglesias was in Magic Mike, and he has a joke on stage outside of the movie, um, obviously, where he um, talks about like going to the bathroom in the woods, and then Matthew McConaughey came up and had uh, a very large, large penis. Oh. That was the joke. What was... Oh, okay. I was like, what was he doing with it? You know? They were both, they were peeing. They just went to the bathroom. Oh, I meant, like, to say that, like, Matthew McConaughey, like, had a large cock, not, like, attached oh, to him. Oh, He was just, like, holding a large cock. Yes. Know? A rooster. You know, or, like, a, a rooster. Yes. Yes, yes. yes. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Perfect. Perfect. That was the joke. It was really good. Everyone laughed. Everyone I enjoyed laughed. it. Uh... <laughs> I, I loved it. I was there for every minute of it. I mean, I guess it was... <laughs> Our bit, so anyway. Uh, <laughs> I had a lot of fun watching this movie. I'm glad we got to, to watch it and experience the weirdness that it was. It was. It was It was good. It was definitely worth the watch, I think. Mm-hmm. Again, I would say don't have expectations going into it. Um, we just ruined it, so this advice is really for you to tell your friends that haven't listened to this podcast true they're like hey let's watch this movie but let's not look at anything about it before we watch it okay then we will watch nicholas nickleby for the month of november that works out well yeah oh it's the triple we oh it's perfect we love some alliteration yes and this movie is from 2002 beat so we we love in early 2000s. It is on Prime. If you guys want to watch along, is there anything you want to say about this movie or about our dear Anne Hathaway before we wrap this up? Me? Uh, no, I... Uh... <laughs> Who else would I be talking to? What? I Well, like, I thought you were going to, like, lead into, like, the... I thought you were going to lead into, like, you can send us a message or something like that. Sorry, so I was... <laughs> wrap things up without like making sure that you are ready oh, to wrap got it. things up I'm sorry no I'm good I feel good <laughs> um, okay cool no last words okay well if you guys want to talk about Serenity or The Hustle or Song 1 uh, feel free to hit us up on our socials um, Hathaway there on Instagram no on Twitter Instagram is Hathaway There Podcast, as is our Gmail. Uh, that's all we have. Twitter, Instagram, Gmail. Eat. Feel free to hit us up with questions, discussions. Um, if you want to hit us up on Anchor, you can send us a voice message, and we can add those in. We're happy to backtrack if you really got something to say about one of the older movies we're we're cool with that but it's got to be about Anne though just don't don't come at us but with yeah some... about yeah don't don't just fucking don't okay just don't we talked about this and you need to not i'm talking to you listener <laughs> <laughs> see sometimes you talk to the audience what am i supposed to do is my my, my bad earlier I, I i sometimes you know okay i was talking but okay 
I'm I'm not gonna ask the audience rhetorical questions, okay? Like you're right. I'm, I'm sorry. If there's a question, it's probably at you. Every time I'm trying Anyways. to. Anyways. I'm trying to attack you, and every time you're just right. You're right. <laughs> yeah. I should know better. That's what you get. Don't don't pick a fight with me, Brandon. Okay. <laughs> not when it comes to Anne Hathaway. That's My fair. dukes are up. My guard is up. Like I'm. I'm. You can't. You can't get me. Hell yeah. Um. Well, thank you everybody for listening. We'll see you on the first of uh, December for the next episode. Oh yeah, this. <laughs> The Nicholas Nickleby will be the December episode. But it would have like been I said em- November. But it'll be like the embodiment of it. I've just realized. I mean, like I realize that yeah, too. Yeah, we we're, we're gonna watch it and record it in November. Exactly. You guys will listen to it on December. Anyways, and if you're listening, I just want you to know that. Uh, you just released The Witches, and I'm very excited to watch it. Hell yeah. And you posted some very cute photos on Instagram <laughs> celebrating the release of The Witches. And you, just, you look happy, you look healthy, I'm glad to see you're doing well. Um, if you want to call me, my phone is always open. I hope you're having a wonderful day. I got scared for half a second that you were about to like give out your phone number. I was gonna be like, maybe you shouldn't pop up with your phone number. Maybe <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. I just, I just DM it to Anne once of a course. day. <laughs> so, yeah. Do you have a bot set up that is just like, boop. Yep. Perfect. Much. All right. What was our sign off from last time? I don't remember. I think it was everyone has their Anne. I think that that was it. It was something along those lines. Everyone have a good Anne. <laughs> I think that that was it. I think that was it. Well, if it's not, it is now. Yeah. Everyone have a good Anne.